Good evening, my friends. This is Vincent, and welcome to America Next. Tonight's episode, episode 37, I want to talk to you about the continuation of extremism in this country. And tonight, we will be talking about one particular state and how extremism is making for a dangerous future for the women of that state. Now, let's go back a little bit. We are talking about the state of South Carolina, the beautiful state of South Carolina. It has some wonderful people there. It has some beautiful landscape, some wonderful history. It has come a long way. Unfortunately, in the last four or five years, the extreme Republican sector of our society has moved moved into power within the state government. And they're doing what you see all over the country, trying to impose the most radical and extreme ideology they can upon the people. They're doing this not because, you know, they have a better way of life. This is being done just because they're jerks and they want power. But tonight episode, we're going to talk about one particular issue, abortion. Now, Regardless of how you feel about abortion, okay, let's just say that up front. Regardless of how you feel, we can all agree that a woman should have control over her body. Just like a man has control over his body, he can sleep with whoever he wants, and no one regulates him. Think about it. A man can sleep and and have intercourse and uh, pass his sperm on to as many women as, as he would like, and no one says a thing. A woman, they want to control her, regulate her. And that's because the very conservative group really have, they have a hard hard time respecting women. They still see women as under the man, subject to whatever the man wants to do. Okay, let's talk about South Carolina. In the state of South Carolina, abortion is legal. Um, up to a certain point in time, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure whether it's 30 days or first trimester or whatever, they have a point by which you cannot get an abortion after that, but it is legal up until that point. Well, the, the conservative movement there tried to change that, okay? Well, the Supreme Court in South Carolina says, no, that stays into place. You know, that is the, the, the law in place, and that is in our Constitution, and so it's going to stay in place. Well, the new conservative group that's in power now, they said, well, we are not going to take that line down. This is what we're going to do. Basically, what they have decided to do is introduce a new law, okay? It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't become law, but they have introduced it, so please understand that. This new law, in effect, says this. That embryo in that woman's womb, the moment it starts living, becomes a person. Okay? The moment it starts living, it becomes a person. Now, what does that mean? That means it is protected and guaranteed all of the rights as any other person. Further, what does that mean? Well, for example, if I go into South Carolina and I hit somebody, I can be charged with assault, okay? If I murder someone, okay, 
I can be charged with murder. If I kill someone on the street during a fight, I can be charged with murder. Well, this new law guarantees the conservative power that they can do that to a woman. What they are saying, if a woman has an abortion and that child is living, that embryo is living, regardless of whether it's two days old or six months old, it doesn't matter. They can charge the woman with murder. Now, think about that for a second. Not only what they're doing here is is, is clever in in some ways. They say, okay, you want to say abortion is legal? Well, we're going to make sure that women understand. If they get an abortion in this state, they will be charged with murder, or they could be charged with murder because they have killed a person. That is, as you can, without even going into a lot of details, that is both ridiculous and scary. Because once again, it has nothing to do with saving lives. This is about controlling women. They are telling a woman to her face, you do not have power over your body. You are a second-class citizen in this state, and don't you ever forget it. Now, you might be saying to yourself, well, are you sure that, you know, maybe things are so good in South Carolina that if a woman wants to have a child, you know, that she's going to get all the support and and, and benefits and, and, you know, people are going to be looking out for her. The state is going to help her take care of things. Well, if that was true, if that state was one of those states that says, oh, oh, man, when it comes to women, we take care of our women. She doesn't have to worry. Whether this child is a, a 15-year-old child with no family around, doesn't matter. We're going to take care of her. It doesn't matter. We, the state of South Carolina, is going to do whatever we can. If that was their base that they could offer, then maybe they could get away with this. I still wouldn't agree with it, but maybe they could get away. But guess what? South Carolina leaves a lot to be desired when it comes to women, okay? Now, I'm going to bring you up to date on some of the facts about South Carolina so that you understand, okay? These are the facts. Let's talk about the first first area of um, equality for women, okay? Naturally, most of the universities and, and the public or service organizations and the U.S. government, they all do a, a lot of surveys and analysis over the data about how each state and every county in that state, how they are going about their business for their citizens, This is one of the big things that, you know, the federal government pushes is to make sure that every state is doing whatever they can to take care of their citizens. Okay, in the latest survey that came out last year covering 2021, when this organization surveyed all of the states and reviewed their statistics, when it came to women equality, Women's equality in the United States. South Carolina has been ranked as the fourth worst state in the nation for women's women's equality. Okay? Fourth worst in the state. Okay? When it comes to women equality. And here are the here are the statistics for that. 
you know, we have 50 states, right? Out of that, when it comes to life expectancy for women, South Carolina ranks 41st out of 50. Percentage of women living in poverty, 42nd. Affordability of doctor visits, 43rd. Female homicide rate, 43rd. And domestic violence is the number one killer of women in South Carolina. Okay? It goes on like this. It's just there when it comes to women and the quality of life in South Carolina, women are, as they said, that state is the fourth worst in the country right now. Now, let's talk about having babies, okay? The Department of Health in South Carolina, naturally, they, you know, try to come up with ways to help manage and regulate things. Well, the government there works on a, through a program, a system called Certificate of Need, okay? That's the law, Certification of Need. Now, what does that mean? That requires health care providers to gain approval from the state before they can open new facilities, expand services, or upgrade equipment. Now, sit back and think about what that says. You're a health care provider, okay? In South, you want to work in South Carolina, or you're already there. And you want to expand your service to help, you know, you know that in your particular county or your region, that your particular facility needs it's not meeting the needs because it's just, you know, understaffed or it is not large enough. Before you can do anything about improving your services, you have to go through to the the state government and go through a a whole shitload of reviews and discussions and hearings and everything just to expand your services. Just so you can offer additional services open new office hours, do whatever. This whole system, this certificate of needs program, it creates problems. It creates a backlog. Instead of the provider being able to go out there and do what he, he, that he needs to do, whatever company, let's say your company is called you know, XYZ Healthcare Provider. Instead of you being able to just provide the services you want, you have to go through so much red tape. In many cases, the providers don't just stop. They stop even trying to expand their services. Now, how does this affect? Well, based on everything, doing that survey that I talked about, when it comes to infant mortality, South Carolina is the 40th out of the 50th state when it comes to the worst mortality rate. The 40th out of 50. Now, what does that mean? That means that if you're looking at all 50 states, and you know they measure infant mortality by the number of deaths per thousand, out of the 50 states, 39 states have a lower death rate than South Carolina when it comes to infants. So they're not the worst. The number 50 is the worst, but they have one of the highest death rates for infants in the country. They are number 40. 
when it comes to the number of midwives or OB, OBGYNs per capita, 45 out of 50. When it costs the, the cost of cesarean delivery, the 29th in the country. The cost for hospital conventional delivery, the 25th in the country. And the statistics go on. So having a baby there is not going to be for those people, for those women. It's not going to be something that the state is going to be supporting them. They're going to have to go through a whole lot. And in many cases, unless you are wealthy, you're going to get subpar care. Simply because the state is more interested in bureaucracy and controlling women than providing health care. Now, the last area I want to talk about for state for South Carolina is child well-being. Okay, let's say you have the child. Okay, what is it? You know, you, you this, every state is supposed to be able to provide services there to help. Why? Because that's that's what a democracy is. A democracy is not this environment when people just live according to what they want, and everybody who doesn't have goes straight to hell. That's not how it is. We have a democracy and we have a system set up that we support. We pay taxes to help support and bring benefits to everyone. Well, according to the latest information, okay, South Carolina is the 41st state, worst state when it comes to providing child well-being care, okay? Specifically, where they looked at four key areas, the economic situation, education, health, and family and community. And out of those areas, South Carolina ranks 38th when it comes to economic well-being, 42nd when it comes to education, 44 when it comes to health, and 38 when it comes to family and community. Okay? These are the facts. So now let's go back to the beginning of this whole episode. They want to force women to have babies. Even if it's a rape, okay? Understand, even if it's a rape or incest, you're still supposed to have that baby. And if you have it, the state is the, according to all of their own statistics, is one of the worst states in the nation when it comes to helping women, supporting women, or helping women with children. Those two things don't go together, does it? You're forcing me to have a child, but this is one of the worst places in the nation to have this child or to try to raise this child. Those are the cold facts for those people there. Now, you might be saying, how is this possible? It goes back to what I have been saying all along. The extreme right, okay? This is not about saving lives. They're not doing this because they say, oh, I love every child so much and we will do whatever we can to take care of them. No. As these statistics have, t- in the readings, if you read some of these studies, when it comes to finding care for these children, you know, if there's a young mother who is, let's say that she needs help just getting on her feet, she has limited resources to go to. 
limited. Okay? It's like you have the child and the state is only there for a couple of days or in a little way, and you're gonna to have to fend for yourself. And when it and that includes housing, that includes medical care, that includes food. Okay? And forget about it if you're talking about adoption. Their adoption system sucks. Okay? You're better off, you know, going outside the state trying to find someone to help you adopt. The state is not set up to help women. The state is not set up to help an unwed mother. It's not designed that way. But yet, they want to force you to have that child. Regardless if that child is, you know, came into being because of rape or incest. And, and if you if you go to them and say, hey, my life is on the line, you have to prove that your life is on the line. And you go through a whole lot of, you know, back and forth to prove that your life is on the line, that you must terminate this pregnancy. It's as if you are being punished. You're going to have it. Do what we said do or else. So this new law, this new law they want to put in place, what they're saying to women is very clear. I don't care if it's tough for you here. I don't care if you were raped. I don't care if right now in your life you don't have the means to raise this child. I don't care about any of that. You will have it and suffer to do whatever you need to do to raise it. Okay? If you are a bad mother, if you're on drugs, if you were raped by your uncle, none of that matters. You will have that child. Okay? And if you decide that because you're not ready or this child has came through rape or something and you want to terminate it, if you get rid of that child, if we pass this new law, we will be able to charge you for murder. Bring you to court and charge you for murder. And if you found guilty, hey, you go to prison. Now, I want all of you, regardless of your background, regardless of, you know, your religious feelings, anything, you know as well as I do, that is bullshit. That makes no sense whatsoever. That here in 2023, we are threatening women with prison. Because they want to exercise their rights. This is what I mean by extremism. It's stupid. It's ignorant. And it's all a bunch of men. A bunch of fuddy-duddy, doughboy-looking men that just mad with the world because they want everything to be controlled by them. Look at them. Just take a gander. All you have to do is bring up the pictures. Look at these guys. They all want the same thing. They want women, as one guy said last year during a march, you know, if women knew their place and stay at home, they wouldn't have any problems. They don't want women as equals. Oh, and about South Carolina, it is one of the worst states in the country when it comes to political representation. And what I mean by that, you know how every state has women in, in, in public office and part of the, you know, the state government. South Carolina is like fourth or fifth worst in the country when it comes to representation in the state. 
They have few women in government at the city level, county level, and especially at the state level. Okay? You see, they're backwards. They're living in a time that died out 50 years ago, and they're doing everything they can do to hold on to it. And this new law that they're, they have been presented, you know, if it goes through, I really fear for the women in South Carolina. I truly do. I have family there. I have friends there. And I do. I fear for them because they are little by little, little by little, chipping away at the rights of women. Every year they're going to do a little bit more, a little bit more, and a little bit more until it gets to the place when the woman won't have the privilege to even go out of the house without some man approving it. They will get there. Trust me on that. A few years ago, really, four or five years ago, very few people thought Roe versus Wade was going to be overturned. Few. But those of us who were monitoring and reading and watching, we knew that behind the scenes, that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to stack the courts with people that thought a certain way. And that's what happens. And now that it has been overturned and each state can do what it wants, each these conservative states are going crazy trying to figure out a way how to take control of a woman. And like I said, don't ever allow any of those people to say, I'm doing this for life. Because if they were doing it for life, they will make sure that they have all of the programs in place to help that child or that woman and that child prosper. They do nothing for that. Nothing. Okay? She is pregnant and they make it hard for her to even get medical care when she's pregnant. After the child is born, they basically say, hey, if you need help, you can go down to social service and see if you can get something else. After that, they wipe the hands. She's on her own. It has nothing to do with that. They, they, don't, do, they don't have programs in place to make the, help the schools. They want to act like, you know, it's not their job. This is interesting. They want to act like it's not their job to make sure that people are doing well in their, you know, in their home life. Well, okay. You say it's not your job then why is it your job to get involved with me when I'm trying to decide whether or not to have the child? You see they want see how they do that? Once the child is here, they say it's not our responsibility to help provide for that woman and her child. But it is my responsibility to tell her she must have it. That tells you everything you need to know. This has nothing to do with lives. They don't give a rat's ass about the life of that child. This is about controlling women, plain and simple. So I'm not going to talk long tonight. I just wanted to bring this to you because I think this is, is something that you should be aware of. Finally, I want to say, I just want to make sure that you understand this is not to pick on South Carolina. As I said, it's, uh, it's had some wonderful people there. Okay. Beautiful country. What I am showing you is what the extreme element in our government, in our country, is doing. And this is just one example. You see, they could take their resources 
all of their brain power and work to make life better for the people. Improving medical care, education, support services. Okay? That's what they need to focus on. But instead, they're trying to figure out a way of how to control women, how to keep certain people from voting, how to take back control from those who have gained control over the last 20 years. This is the extreme elements way of doing business. And this is what all of us should be aware of. Those of you who monitor stuff like this, you probably already know. Those of you who don't, wake up, okay? Yes, you need to stay woke. Woke is not a bad thing. Woke is when you know what's going on. When you believe in education, democracy, intelligence. The opposite of woke, in my opinion, is brain dead. And I am not going to be brain dead for any goddamn body. Not today or not to tomorrow. I am woke and I will fight these imbeciles who are trying to turn back the hand of time. So this was just a small example of extremism. I want you to continue to be aware, continue to read, continue to monitor, continue to fight. Because it is important. Don't sleep, okay? Don't go to sleep. Or you wake up one morning and your the life that you once had is gone. You need to be ready, willing, and able to do whatever is necessary to maintain your freedom, your democracy, your nation. Okay, guys, that's all for right now. Thank you very much. Stay free, stay woke, continue to fight. And as always, if you would like to drop me a line, do so at americanextpod at yahoo.com. americanextpod at yahoo.com. Thanks and have a real good day.